You're about to embark on a journey through the written word of God on subjects that deal with the day. This is Brothers Just Searching. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the program today. I'm Isaac, along with Brother Anthony and special guests sitting in for Brother Daniel Pena. Over the phone is Brother Ryan Keel from Christ evangelistic ministries in Texarkana. He's sitting in for brother Daniel. Brother Daniel had a lot going on this week. Um, brother Brandon is out of town. He had to go meet his family and, um, brother, uh, brother Daniel had to minister. He had a, um, a funeral also to minister through this week. So brother Daniel was kind of busy. So me and Boogie, me and Anthony <laughs> being the generous person, people that we are, so brother Daniel, mm-hmm. take a rest today. <laughs> so we got brother Ryan Keel, as y'all can hear. How you doing, brother Ryan? Sir, I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing great. The Lord is good. Amen. 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 Well, how's everything up North Louisiana? I know that, uh, well, I say North Louisiana, Texarkana is right at the border of everything. So right. Yeah. We're, we're on the border of Texas. Texas and Arkansas. Amen. Oh, amen. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I, I was thinking about that earlier. How do y'all do that? You know, it's Texarkana. There's a lot of, uh, you got three states. Do that means you got three governors or you got three mayors? Well, how does that Well, it's work? just two states. It's just two states. Uh, it's, it's two cities with the same name, Texarkana. You got Texarkana, Texas, Texarkana, Arkansas. Mm. And so actually, Texarkana, Texarkana, Arkansas was first. But uh, when Texas became a state and everything, uh, they just went ahead and uh, 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 annexed that part. There actually, they annexed some of some of what used to be Arkansas is now Texas. Oh wow! Oh wow! Okay. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's very interesting history there. But uh, they just kept the same name. So actually, we do in this town. I live on the Arkansas side, so I'm a resident of Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, uh, okay. Yeah, but I consider we all consider Texas kind of really as one city. Ah, okay. You know, yeah, yeah, but, but but we do have to deal with you know two different states, two different counties, two different actual cities, two different actual city boards, and two different mayors. Wow! <laughs> so wow. it's kind of neat. It's kind of neat in, in in the sense of it gives you. Uh, I've had to deal with all of these entities just about at, at some point uh, or, or the other. I've dealt with all of them. And so it just it's just kind of neat. It's kind of a neat place, and sometimes it can be frustrating, but sometimes it can be it can be great. Hey, that's, I pray for you, man, because you know, like us here in in Henderson or in Bow Bridge, where the church is at, we just have to deal with one one mayor, one police uh, chief. You got two of them, man. We praying double for you now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, right now. On the Texas side, this is interesting. On the Texas side, they have passed a uh, 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 a state, basically a stay-at-home order, the shelter-in-place order, right? Yes, sir. So, so it's a fifteen hundred dollar fine if they deem your business unnecessary if you're out unnecessarily. Mm. On the Texas side, but on the Arkansas side, I can still minister. Oh wow! Wow! So, I'm, like, like today. I was on the, our main strip was called State Line. I'm on the Arkansas side. I can minister freely, but just right across the street from me, I can throw a rock and hit it. Is the Texas side, and I can't. I can't walk across the street and minister over there. So, so, so even as wow. even if you're ministering and not touching anybody in Texas, you can't. You can't minister. You can't. You can't go yep. there. 
Well, tomorrow, tomorrow, what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna try to contact the the chief of police to see if he will grant me some sort of a special dispensation just to be able to go out and preach the gospel for an hour and a half, two hours. Uh, that's what I'm hoping he'll do because I can do it in a manner to where I'm not touching anybody. I can, I can, you know, do it in a manner to which, you know, nobody is, is, is around us. Or if I, if someone comes with me, we can stay apart. We can stay separated. So I'm going to ask if they would grant me that special dispensation without giving me a ticket, you know, but uh, I, I was just talking to a friend of mine who comes out with me. He lives over there on the Texas side and he wants to come out. He wants, uh, uh, he comes out with me. And so uh, I just told him, I said, man, I, I, I miss going over there, you know, but it's like half the city, the city is like cut in half in terms of my ministry now because of this virus. Wow. And and you bringing that up, we're going to be talking about that in a few minutes about neat ways to minister and evangelism throughout a pandemic that like we got right now. So that's a great lead off to what we, what we're going to be talking about tonight. So but uh, before we get before we get more deep into it, I want to go ahead and um, bring up a couple of things that we got going on right now on the podcast. Uh, last week, uh, the Lord gave me uh, a small message, not long, about seven, eight minutes. And I went on live stream, our first live stream on the podcast. I was shocked to see how much people really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And just the Lord was putting that upon my heart. So that was a great way to, to reach out to people. So I'm 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 working on something right now. I'm thinking about it, and um, we're gonna probably try to do that again soon. Mm. So uh, y'all just keep an eye out. Now to keep an eye out, y'all gotta be part of our Facebook family. So brother, Praise just searching uh, podcast Facebook page. Go ahead and look that up. It is a a picture of a Bible with our name on top of it. That's our logo, and you go ahead and just hit like on it. That what we do with that. Facebook page is Brother Daniel sometimes puts in encouraging word. I put an encouraging word. If Boogie ever wants, I'm sorry. I'm calling you by your nickname tonight. That's fine. I told That's good. that we do that. That's good. But uh, Brother Anthony puts his name, uh, puts his, uh, wants to put his stuff on there. He can. And that's just a good way for us to reach out to y'all guys. So go ahead and like our Facebook page. It is a great page. We also share a lot of our church events that are going on. Also, if you're listening on your podcast platform, either Apple, Google, Spotify, that's the three big ones. And we got, we're on other podcast providers. Go ahead and subscribe to it. Every time a new episode comes out, you're there. You can hear it right in the spot. We had great response of last week's podcast. Mm. Um, Rose, looking at the numbers earlier. Yeah. That is the second well, tied for the second most podcast listened episode. I was I was looking at wow. that, and um, brother Ryan, I'm going to give you a testimony. I told Boogie the other uh, Anthony the other day when we were talking, I went do some analysis, and we have some listeners from France. Praise the Lord! Well, we went ahead and looked at it. We have listeners from uh, the Netherlands. Oh wow! And wow, wow. India. I didn't know that. I didn't. Wow. I didn't know that. I, mm. I saw that today, and look. You know, you think a small podcast like this, everybody, is uh, is just in your local area. Uh, only 52% of our listeners come from the great state of Louisiana. Thank wow. y'all. 
but 23% yes. come from Texas. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, 1% from Georgia. We Go have, we, Texas. So we have a lot of states, and if you're outside the state of Louisiana, thank y'all for listening to us. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it, and we didn't know we was reaching that far. That's a blessing. I'm not trying to brag on ourselves. That's just a blessing. We didn't think we yes. were reaching that much. So thank God for that. But if any way you're listening, if it's through Apple, Google, Spotify, or the other platforms, go subscribe to us. Mm. When you subscribe, it brings out suggestions for other podcast listeners Mm. to pick up our podcast. Now, I'm going to say this, too. If you're part of the Facebook family and you're also you subscribe to us on the platform that you're listening to us on, go ahead and share that about. Mm. Let people know about us. Let people know that that we're here we're preaching the gospel of jesus christ and we want to edify we just don't talk about bible stuff as we're going to talk about tonight we also talk about world current world events prime example last week we talked about the coronavirus we're bringing up the coronavirus again and we're probably gonna bring it up in the near future but go ahead and uh subscribe to us and it's going to help y'all get all the new podcast information also i want to go ahead and bring up our church facebook page New Beginning Fellowship, Embro Bridge. Last weekend, we had a great time. We It's been a while since we all got together as a body. A few weeks ago, we had to uh, separate. We had to make two services. And Pastor Brandon wasn't really happy with that. Well, Pastor Brandon found a good way for us to get all together. Come as you are, stay in your car, drive through service. <laughs> so we set up a stage outside, and God moved. We had people enjoying the fellowship. But our church is located at 519 Parkway Drive. Um, if you're in the back in the, in the bro bridge area, come check us out. We'd love to, to meet y'all and to talk with y'all and see where y'all come. And, uh, brother Ryan, you come visit every so often, correct? Oh yes. Oh yes. As a great ministry lo- right there. I, I love it. I love to visit you all down there in bro bridge. Amen. And Lafayette, Lafayette, you know, Lafayette bro bridge. Oh yeah, we we have fun down here, and look, you can't lie. We eat some good food down here. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, Trust me, I know that. <laughs> well, and also our last our last announcement, we haven't really announced it too too much. We've been having a lot going on. My brother Anthony Hayes is an author, a two time author, by the way. Mm-hmm. He wrote two books: Journey of the Christian from Dead Works to Living Faith. That is his first book. His second book, his newest book, is The New Kingdom with Liberty Man and the Evil Stone. You can pick that up on Amazon. We also share that on the Facebook page. If you want some more information and you can't find it on our Facebook page, shoot us a message Mm -hmm. on Facebook, and I'll get that information out to y'all. But at the same time, if you have any questions, we brag on ourselves as being a podcast to try to answer questions that Christian asks. Right. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and send us a question through Facebook, send it to me through messenger. And I will go ahead and try to get to y'all as soon as possible. We might just bring it up on the podcast one day. Never know. So who knows what's going to happen, but we'll look, out. well, anyway, we're going to get to our topic tonight again, brother Ryan, we thank you for joining us and uh, I hope you're comfortable. I hope you have a cup of coffee or a Coca-Cola <laughs> or some. We're about to go for a nice ride. <laughs> All right. So, and look, and, uh, one more note. Keep Brother Daniel in your prayers for this week. If you're mm-hmm. listening, uh, like I said, he has a busy week. He need, This was the only day he could really study. So just keep him in your prayers. We're hoping to get him back in studio pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Praise so, the Lord. All right, guys, as we go ahead and we get into our topic tonight, it, 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 we have to address, again, the elephant in the room, the coronavirus. 
Mm-hmm. So today I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about our podcast, thinking about where we're going to go and stuff. And last week we had a great podcast. People were really encouraged. And Brother Daniel brought out to the point, is the church spiritually ready for a pandemic as we have? Brother Anthony brought that out last week that, you know, sometimes God has to use something bad to get the church ready. Mm-hmm. And Brother Daniel was just bringing to the point, are we going to go ahead and get back to where we used to be? Or are we going to continue going in a new way? Brother Brandon has emphasized it on a couple of weeks. Are we, you know, are we, are we ready for what God's about to do? He also said how, you know, people saying, well, I don't have time to pray. I don't have time to read. I just got my own thing. Well, a lot of these people are in their homes now with nothing else to do but read and pray. Right. So, (laughs) so God had to take things. We brought that up. Uh, sports, TV, a lot of things God had to take out the way for us Christians to realize, man, we got something going on. Mm-hmm. So last week we was talking about it. And unfortunately, like I said, brother Dan, you couldn't be here, but he was a big part of this conversation. What about the evangelistic side of it? Look, um, we, we went ahead and I, um, I heard on the radio before they find the preacher in Baton Rouge. There's rumors that they arrested him now. Uh, for continue holding service with a thousand people, the governor saying, please don't do that. And I heard the governor say, I'm not stopping it, but it apparently wasn't the governor. It was the parish here in Louisiana mm-hmm. in the great right. state of Florida. A pastor was arrested for continue holding his services. Wow. And it was a mega church. It was a big church. Now we follow Jimmy Swagger ministries and a few other ministries around here, Brother Swagger and them are not open to uh, the sanctuary to the public. Mm. So we have a lot of pastors that, are live streaming and stuff and they're using the tool. But, and when we start talking about this topic, I thought of you right away, brother Ryan, because you're an evangelist and you go ahead and you reach out to lost souls on a daily basis. So we're going to start off the conversation, brother Ryan. And since you're an evangelist, what is an evangelist and how do you think we should go ahead and reach the loss with our limited resources that we have? Now we got Facebook live. We have, we have a uh, radio transmitters to where they can like come in their cars and they can hear in their cars, but that's just a few tools. What do you, what do you see as being an evangelist? What can we do to reach the loss in this time? Well, first of all, I just want to thank God and thank you brothers for this opportunity oh, no to be problem. able to share this with you. Uh, you know, this is, this is, you know, this is uh, something that's near and dear to my heart, but it's near and dear to the heart of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, an evangelist. See the, the 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 thing we need to understand that there are five offices that are given in the body of Christ. You have apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. That's found in Ephesians chapter four eleven. Now, the evangelist is different from from all of the rest of those uh, uh, offices in that. He's called to deal with the public. He's called to, to, to preach the gospel and in the public arena in some shape, form, or fashion. It's, it's, it's mostly the evangelist work is mostly public. It's going to be travel. Uh, people call themselves evangelist fellows, and uh, all they do is go from church to church. Well, biblically speaking, that's not an evangelist. Okay, uh, I do preach in church from time to time, but, but the majority of my ministry is outside of the four walls of the church and helping the church get outside of the four walls because uh, because they're 
in uh, Ephesians 4, he tells us uh, in, in uh, Ephesians 4 and 12, he says the purpose of those five offices is for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Okay, so now you got five offices. Okay, you got five distinct offices that are called to do three things. So, no matter how you look at, it, there's going to be some overlap. You're going to have, you're going to, there's going to be some overlap because five does not divide into three equally. No, not at, not oh. at all. <laughs> okay, so you're going to have some overlap as, as to what. Uh, uh, the shared responsibilities and different things that God has called people to do, but speak, but but properly speaking, the evangelist is someone who will take the the doctrine of the apostle that the apostles have brought down, the prophecies and the encouragement, the word of the Lord from the prophet. He will take that and disseminate that to the public and to the church, and so. That's that's who the uh, 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 an evangelist is. He's he, it's 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 inherent in the name evangelist is is the spreading of the gospel. And uh, when you when you look it up in the Greek, the Greek bears that out. And uh and 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 even those who are not called to be evangelists, they're called to evangelize. Uh, Paul told Timothy, "Do the work of." An evangelist. That's in Second Timothy four and five. So we, we we see where this is near and dear to the heart of God. And and God, by His nature, is evangelistic. He 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 reaches out. He doesn't wait till someone comes to Him. He reaches out to us. He he came and got us in sin, right? Amen. Amen. He 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 came looking for us. He 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 sent the word to us. He he came looking for us. You know whether that, you know, whether. That points back to the parable of the ninety-nine, the ninety-nine, the one ran away. You know, the there shepherd just didn't say with the ninety-nine. He went after that one lost sheep, which represented us as being lost. You know, he he has a lot of followers, but he always going after that one that ran away. Exactly, exactly. Even in the Old Testament, you're seeing where God would come to people. He would just show up to people. You know, uninvited. You know, he sent Jonah to Nineveh. So, you know, we see these things over and over in the Old Testament. So as it relates to us, and, and let me just deal with this part before we go into the whole virus situation. What we must do as believers, no matter if we're called to ministry or not, we must understand that there are two things that are paramount. There are two things that are paramount in the Bible. Two commandments that the Lord gives that we must adhere to. And, and if you see these things properly, you will understand the mind of God. It's, it's thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy strength. Okay. That's number one. Number two is like it, that we will love our neighbors as ourselves. Well, I, I could say it this way. We should, the message of the cross or, 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 or the gospel the good news that Jesus Christ died on the cross, loved us so much that he died on the cross, sent his only begotten son to die on the cross for our sin. Glory to God. And the second one should be this. We should love our neighbors enough to tell them. Amen. And that, 
And, and that, like you said, that shouldn't just be through this time. It should be through every time. Right. Because, right. So, because especially with the no. virus right now, and uh, there's a small part, you know, I said that today, I said that last week, people are dying from this thing. You know, right. in Louisiana alone, I think there was 239 deaths just in this state of Louisiana. And it's a lot of people all across the world. It's over. It's I think it's over like four thousand right now. I'm not familiar with my with the the numbers, but there's people dying, and we don't know if they were saved. We don't know if they're going to. We didn't know if they were going exactly. To hell. And that's exactly. why we should love them enough to tell them the truth. Right? Exactly. See, that's my point, brother. We we have to first settle it in the church that this is something that is near and dear to the heart of God. Evangelism. Not just going to church, not just being a pretty good Christian. Mm-hmm. We have to set, we have to settle it that this is what God wants in the best of times, okay? Because now, coming to the second part of of, of your question, now that Corona is here, uh, things are limited now. Like like I just I was explaining earlier, I can't go to the other side of town and preach. Because I might get fined fifteen hundred dollars, and they—I I think it's fifteen hundred dollars and a hundred and nine, a hundred and eighty days in jail. Oh wow! Up, up to up to that, and so I have to be—I can't go to that side. So that opportunity has been taken away. Uh, there's just so many things that have been taken away that that not only churches are are, are being affected by this, but evangelistic ministries are being affected. And so we must be we must be uh, uh, wise because we're dealing with a a virus. Okay, we're dealing with something that that trying to stop the spread of. Okay, and so but at the same time, as much liberty as they would give me, I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna use it on the Arkansas side. Uh, uh, I can still go out in public. I can still go out and, and stand on the on the sidewalk on on the right of way. Uh, I, I limit my contact. You know, people still want to shake hands. I'll shake hands with them, but I, I usually get me some uh, sanitizer. You know, <laughs> I try to keep my hands clean before and after. You know what I mean? Uh, I, sometimes, some days I, I was wearing gloves, and now I hear the, well, the gloves are no good, so I stopped wearing the gloves. But whatever liberty I have, mm. I try to. I want to use it. We want to use it to preach the gospel. And and that's what's a good thing about live stream. Like you, you share your live streams on your your Facebook page. Um, this podcast, for example, we we go over the airwaves through the internet, and you know our Facebook page, we're we're evangelizing through there, and that's liberties we have. You know, we might be stuck in our homes, but we're still getting the word out through modern technology, and you know, thank God. Some things, thank God for technology because some technology is bad. A computer right. has some things that are deadly in it. Right. At the same time, like in front of me right now, I got a computer that's in front of me that's recording this podcast. Mm-hmm. So, you know, techno- thank God for technology because if we didn't have the technology that we have today, it would be virtually impossible to go out and minister in a pandemic like this. It would be uh, if they were to say, Kind of like what 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 the Texas side has done of my city when they say it's a shelter in place order or martial law. I mean, if it ever if they ever decide to just hey, we're gonna cut through the chase and, and just declare martial law. Well, I mean, now you 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 
I'm forced to stay at home now, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you can't. I mean, who's gonna who's gonna want to face guns and, and and you know? So that's that's one thing, and and that's that is why it is so important that we use the freedoms that we have while we have them, brothers. Yeah, man, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Man, this right here is this right here is waking us up because the Lord. I, I was scheduled to go uh, uh, to Austin, Texas, twice this spring. Wow, I made I made it the first year. I mean, the first the first trip, the Lord, uh, uh, man, the Lord just provided to where I could go to University of Texas in Austin for five days straight, mm. and I went down there and preached at that campus for five days straight, and uh, I just knew that the next couple of weeks was coming, and they have a big music festival down there, mm-hmm. South by Southwest, and. Uh, I just knew we were coming back for that. Man, they canceled that because of this virus. Wow. And, and we, we even yeah. had an event over here. Um, it was a church event of, a couple of weeks ago. Me, Anthony, and a couple of uh, brothers and sisters in the Lord was supposed to go minister in music somewhere in, uh, in mm-hmm. Abbeville. And unfortunately, we had to cancel that event because of this virus, because it, it, we couldn't assemble more than 50, and we were... The event was over 50, 60 people. So we had to can't we had to postpone it and that hurt us because we really felt that the Lord was gonna move. Cause in practice the Lord was moving upon us and we knew that a bunch of teenagers, it was a youth rally, it would have been it would have been amazing to see what young right. people would do. Right. Right, right. That that's that's those are the challenges and, and even where you all are, um one of my one of the things that we do every year is Festival International. Yeah, in, in, in Lafayette. Yeah, in Lafayette. Uh, I'm not. I'm pretty sure they're gonna cancel that. Well, it has been canceled already. Oh, it has. Yeah, it has been canceled. It was. Um, I listen to news news radio all the time, a local news network around here, and uh, they um they told us they they went ahead and they canceled Patty in the Park. I believe they canceled that because of. It was just too too soon. You get, I think that happens in May or June. Mm, I think so. Around there, I've never been to one. I never. I, I listen to mostly gospel music, so I'm not. <laughs> I don't go listen right, to that. Right, mm-hmm. right. Uh, we do that. Yeah. We've done Festival International uh, four years straight. I think. Mm-hmm. Wow, man. Well, there's one thing you got to realize, though, Pastor. Like I kind of noticed, you know. Uh, the Lord, he's knocking down a lot of people's idols because they can't go watch football. They can't go watch baseball. I heard a while back, baseball was canceled. And so I, right. think, I think God is trying to get Christians and worldly people to, to get focused more on him. Because, you know, this is all going to burn one day. This is all vanity. You know, right. if you read Solomon, he said in the, in the book of Ecclesiastes, I believe it is, he said, all is vanity. And he said, I had houses, I had gold, I had everything. And he says, all vanity. So we cherish these things. There's nothing wrong going to a game or there's nothing wrong doing certain things. But when it comes to an idol, when it comes like when it controls Jews, like the Bible says, the, it's not money that's the problem. It's the love of money that's the root right. of all evil. So I think God's seeing that we're starting to love it. And, and, and we, 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 we're putting it above him. We're making it a golden calf. It's sad when, what was that basketball player? 
had Kobe, died. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. You thought when that man died, you told the, you thought Billy Graham or the Pope died. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, in all respects to him and his yeah. family, you know what I'm saying, yeah. brother? But I'm, I'm yeah, gonna go brother. ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and quote some on Boogie's part. Um, Kyle Eidemann wrote a book a while back called "Gods at War." Oh wow! And it, I read the introduction and started reading. It. It's a real good book. He said the reason he wrote the book was his little uh, girl came and wanted to quote the Ten Commandments to him. And he's saying him being the pastor that he is, he asked his little girl, did you ever steal? She goes, yeah, you ever lied? And he just went through a lot of the commandments with her. And she broke up with a smile and told her daddy, there's one lie I didn't break. And he said, uh, one commandment I didn't break. And he said, what's that? And his little girl said, I have no other gods before me. And he kept (laughs) quiet. He went in his den and he said, the Lord dealt with him so much. He said, you know, son, people say that's the least one they break. But that's the most one they break. <laughs> right. Because right, right. of the, the, the society we have and, and just with all these these things going on. I'm a big sports fan. I play sports. But, you know, it, it should not come before God, and especially with witnessing to people on the streets. Exactly. I mean, God allows us to have some of these things. Okay. Uh, sports. I mean, he he allows us to have these things. Like right now, uh, here again, on the Texas side, they can't even go to the park. Mm. I mean, they can't even go to the park. The kids can't play, just run around and just play in the park. And and here in Louisiana is the same Mm -hmm. way. We, uh, you remember the uh, the city park that you came minister for our outreach here in Bro Bridge a while back? Yeah, yeah. Nobody can go into that park. It's close. See. And See, and, and these these are things that God just has allowed us to have, but we can't even enjoy those now. Yeah, it's it just it's just it's sad that the virus has done this. And look, we're not we're not bringing down the virus. It is it is deadly, especially here in Louisiana. Right. We're we're the top th- we're in the top three for cases and in the top four for deaths. Wow. Wow. So, so, you know, we're feeling the impact here in Louisiana and thank God I'm, I'm considered essential. So I can still, still bring in a paycheck, but there's a lot of people that are losing their jobs that are not getting income and they have to trust in the Lord. If they're believers, if they're not believers, they're fearful. Right. All over exactly. the place. So, so now I'm going to go back to that point. I don't know how, how many people have been addressing you on this. You know, a lot of people are fearful, and I brought that up in my Facebook video and last week about how the Christians shouldn't have the spirit of fear. But is you think that's a good tool to bring up that these fearful people, hey, look, you're fearful of this virus, but you should fear the one after you go on to the other side. Brother, I've been preaching that. That's that's been I've been using it. This is a time to use it because prayerfully eyes will be open. Somebody will consider, wait a minute, why, why is this happening now? Mm. Somebody, hope preferably somebody will stop and think, now why am I feeling the way that I'm feeling about this? Well, see, with this, you know, a, a person being fearful, that's natural mm. concerning their, their, their health and their income, okay? But the question I want people to think about is, why is this happening like like, uh, like it has happened? And so, yeah, I use that. I, I, I use that. I tell people all of the time, why are you afraid? 
why are you uh, wound up? Uh, why are you taking it out on your wife or, your, or the kids or whatever? They, they tell me that domestic violence cases have increased. You know, the crime in certain places has increased. Uh, people are just being nasty to each other, you know? And so it just shows us, it just shows us that how weak we really are in terms of, an, as a nation, in terms of our relationship to the one true God. You know, we, we really are weak in it. And, and our, I would have to attribute that weakness to a lack of, of understanding who Jesus is and what he really did for us on the cross, the message of the cross, or grace through faith in Jesus Christ, whatever you want to call it, and evangelizing through that. Amen. Mm-hmm. I, I, I say this, this lays, this really lays at the foot of the church. Yeah, and, and, and is the church using the opportunity? Like I said, you know, we mentioned church buildings being closed and everything like that, but, you know, we have a, we have a telephone like we're using right now to contact you, but how many of us are calling our friends and neighbors saying, look, we know this is bad, but look, let me tell you about the one that can make it better mm-hmm. for you through this time and tribulation. Because, look, Brother Daniel brought that out last week. He said that this was a time of grace for the church. This could be a time for grace for the world and America in general. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, cause, uh, look, I look at the church in America, and I'm studying the book of Revelations right now, <laughs> Um, is the legacy of church and um, in Revelations chapter three, where it said, "Look, you're you're rich, and you you have lot. You have a lot of things, right? But you have one. You have, you you forgot your first love. You mm-hmm. you're lukewarm. I'd rather you hot or cold, because since you're lukewarm, I'm gonna spew you out of my mouth. That's the church in America right now, because exactly. the church in America today is all they're preaching about is prosperity, mm-hmm. blessings, encouragement, and that's their evangelistic tool. Hey, let's win mm-hmm. them by." By, by going and telling them good things. Mm-hmm. But this pandemic that's going on, you know, I hear like Kenneth Copeland a while back said, oh, I pray against this virus. Well, this virus don't match up with your gospel. Well, the thing is, God, <laughs> God, God is not, God don't want you to pray against the virus, really. He wants the people to repent first. Then, right. then we, then this virus might go away. Brother Brandon said it so well mm-hmm. Sunday in his message. And Brother Ryan, if you get a chance, go listen to that message. It was awesome. Okay. But he, he pulled from Second uh Second Chronicles yeah. seven fourteen. I will my, heal my, their land. Uh, my people, which sins. are called by mm-hmm. my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face. Then will I hear from heaven, and I will heal their land. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's simple. If the church starts praying and people start saying, "Lord, forgive us of our sins," you notice in that scripture, God did not say, "Y'all pray against the sickness or the pestilence mm-hmm. that I've sent to y'all or the right. allowed that come to y'all." Right. Y'all pray that the yeah, y'all forgive your sins, and then I will heal your and man. You gotta realize right. you're lucky. I mean, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love, like I said in the last broadcast, I love my country. I mean, I'm patriotic. I'm a Christian. I, I mean, I die for my country right now. But the truth is, as a nation, and no nation is perfect. I mean, I, I know y'all, y'all guys can agree to that. No nation, nobody's perfect on this planet. It never will be, only except Christ, of course. But the thing is, as a nation, we have murdered millions of our own citizens. I mean, right. in street gangs, I mean, we're murdering each other. No matter what race we are, we're murdering each other. We're killing each other. And, and God is and God is not too happy. We're supposed to be a city set on a hill. If you ever take the time to read about the pilgrims, they felt God calls them to be a city on a hill. 
to be a light for all the nations. So God had a special purpose for this country. And, you know, with all the Rockies and all the storms this country went through, we went through a lot as a country. If you read our history, we went through a lot of wars to gain our freedoms. We, you know, but God was with us, supernaturally protecting us. We need God's force behind us so we can go through the storms of what's happening. And we can go through it like we did anything else. But, but the, the thing of it is, and we're talking yeah. about evangelism tonight, mm-hmm. The modern church today, if you look at all the things that happened in this mm-hmm. world, mm-hmm. well, to this nation in general, mm-hmm. you know, we went through diseases before. Mm-hmm. We went through disasters. We went through a depression. Mm-hmm. But you always saw the church there and you saw people preaching the gospel mm-hmm. of Jesus right. Christ and people was coming in droves. We used study the Zuzashi Revival a while back and you said it last week that people... So had a, they had a great fire and people was fearful. That's why Susa Street was one of the purposes why it was so great because people said, look, something's going on over there. Mm-hmm. And there's a brother Seymour was preaching the gospel mm-hmm. and they want, look, that's our hope. That's our mm-hmm. peace. But as, as I said, it's sad that the evangelistic to evangelistic ministries today and a lot of big ministries mm-hmm. are not even to this nation. No, it's oh we right. gotta we gotta touch Africa oh we gotta touch what? Brazil we got and look there's nothing wrong with that we have great ministers that we support mm-hmm. look our own brother in the Lord is, uh in India yeah mm-hmm. he goes ahead and he look but he's from India he's touching his home country right right but you know right. how many people you know come to America to get to learn about evangelizing and being a missionary. Across Mexico, and we need or, it here. Yeah, we need it here. <laughs> you know, right, we, exactly. we need it here. Yeah, that's and that's. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh brother. no, no, go, go ahead. ahead. You, you go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. I was then. No, that's a wonderful. That is a wonderful point. A great observation. I'm glad you brought it up because we're pretty much. <laughs> let me tell you what the Lord showed me yesterday. Mm, go ahead. He, you you were mentioning about how things have shut down, right? The thing that the thing that God, the irony that the Lord showed me was this. Here it is in America, the churches who who, and I'm I'm speaking of the best of the churches, the best of us, okay, who 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 understand Jesus Christ and Him crucified, okay. We are so, and 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 I'll put it, I'll put all the rest of them in there too, but it, but I, I don't want to leave anybody out. But we're so enamored with our staying inside the building. It's almost as if God allowed this this virus to come along to say, well, y'all just stay inside. Stay inside your homes since you like it inside so much. Wow, <laughs> you're right on that. Because where, where does prayer start? Prayer starts in the home. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, you, you, you reading your Bible, it starts in the home and it's sad that a lot of Christians today, mm-mm. they don't read their Bibles. They don't pray at home. So when they get to church, they don't want to worship. They don't want to praise. They don't want to do nothing because they're not, they've been starving themselves and they're, they're being a, they're spiritually, being spiritually gluttonous mm-hmm. at church, trying to get in as much for they can have for enough for the week. And you'd be surprised how many are like when the only time the kids hear a Bible story is when they go to Sunday school. You know, right. and, I, and, and I, I know you agree with me, uh, Pastor, for sure when I say this, and you probably got some people in your ministry the same, you know, don't don't just, you know, keep the church there. Bring it home. You're supposed to bring it home with you. You're supposed to bring the Bible with you, you know, 
and and, and, and was, yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah and and we're supposed to take this gospel mm-hmm. that we have and spread it to our neighbor our neighbors mm-hmm. our neighborhood the city the, the parish the county we're, we're supposed to be spreading this out not not hoarding it in yes sir mm-hmm. and, you and, see and, and that it's like that old song, so blessed that I can't contain it so much that I got to give it away. <laughs> right, exactly. That's the way it's supposed to be. But if you hoard it, you know, you, you know those uh those shows, those shows about hoarders, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, they have all that stuff in the house and people have to climb over that stuff to get to them people. Man, <laughs> it's almost like that. It's almost, when I, I feel like God is looking at us like that, man. Wow. We're spiritual hoarders. We just got to, we got to get his word out. Mm-hmm. That's right. Spiritual hoarders. Now, now I'm going to bring up a point though, you know, too, because we, we had a, uh, a pastor friend of ours that, uh, that's in bro bridge, pastor Rodney Chilwood that came a while back and it was around the time of Mardi Gras about three or four weeks ago. And we, we made a statement, and it, it goes true for evangelistic, too. You know, a lot of people say, well, we want to grow our church. We want to grow our church. We want to we be a big ministry. Right. And people don't realize if you don't evangelize and go make disciples, your church will never grow. That's right. <laughs> and that, that's, that's one purpose of evangelism. You know, a lot of, uh, a lot of evangelists growing up, me hearing, you know, they would say that, look, you come to the Lord, great, you know, great. Come to this church and learn. Mm. And that's what a lot of people do. They, they they hear an evangelist. They have an emotional connection or emotional uh, feeling, and they don't continue going to church because they don't they don't know the word. They hear mm-hmm. it one time. Mm-hmm. But a lot a lot of evangelists, and I I believe you've done that as well. Look, you you recommended our church. Say, look, if y'all get saved, go to this church in this area, or Pastor Joey from Jesus Worship Center that preaches the message of the cross. Hey, go there and learn the message. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's what a lot of people don't do no more. You know, it's it's we should the, the evangelist and the pastor definitely should be working together. I mean, because that's what I want to do. No matter where I am, I want to send them to somebody, whether it be physically or online. Yeah. Sometimes I have to tell them tune in online to this this person because <laughs> I don't know of, of a church around or you know some places. But 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 here here's the thing we need to talk about here as it relates to evangelism, you really don't evangelize to get people to come to your church. Yeah, you're right. Amen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, evangelism, uh, uh, the spreading of the gospel, going into all the world and preaching the gospel. That's a commandment. Right. Yes, sir. From Jesus. That's the mission mm-hmm. of the church, whether anybody comes or not. Right. I got, I got a friend of mine right now. I got a friend of mine right now, brother, Brother in the Lord, he's uh he's the pastor of a church in Spring, Texas. That's a that's that's I say about ten minutes north of uh of Houston hmm. and uh, Houston, Texas. And uh, he he started that church because the Lord actually he took over this church because the Lord told him to. And but he lives on way on the other side, forty five fifty minutes away. He has to drive that to get to his church, right? Wow. Mm. But he 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 he's a he's an elderly gentleman, and uh, he just that you know people not that many people are coming. You know, it's just not that many people are coming. But the Lord told him to 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 keep that church going. It it doesn't matter if anybody comes or not. 
If the Lord told him to do it, that's what he's supposed to right, do. Right. He he must be obedient. And other people, they must be obedient. Right. Now if they're if they're disobedient, they'll have to answer to the Lord. But if he's disobedient, he'll have to answer to the Lord. Right. You see, it's the same way with evangelism. Like wherever I go, I I, I want to help people. I try to I try to get them to listen to Brother Swagger. Uh, uh, there's a, there's this, this uh, internet radio station called Message of the Cross Radio. Mm-hmm. I'm on there sometimes. I want to try to get them to a church, tell them about Brother uh, New Beginnings and and, and Bro Bridge. I want to do whatever I can do. But actually, you do not set out. Uh, uh, to evangelize for the purpose of church growth. Right. That's something that, that that's something that does happen. It is one of the results. Or, 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 or let me say it this way: it may be one of the results of evangelism. That's what we hope. We hope that that's a a, a, a result, but it may not be. It may not be because I, I, I've uh, when I started doing this. I was a part of a local church, and, uh, and that's what we did. We we went out, uh, you know, to the fair, the big fair. We have four states. They call it the four states fair up here. You know, Texas, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Oklahoma. And uh, it's it's big. I mean, you know, and so we, we had booths out there. We, we go out there every year and preach. Uh, those things like that will, will people will see you and, and, and come to the church and inquire. But there are times when the Lord says, go to Shreveport. Okay, so Shreveport for me is 50 minutes away. Now, the chances of somebody driving to a church 50 minutes away, it's slim. you know, it's, yeah, it's pretty slim. But if the Lord says, go down to the casinos in Shreveport and stand out there and preach, that's what we're supposed to do. Whether they, whether they ever give an offering, whether they ever call the church, whether they ever come to the church, whether they ever tune in to to our website or our Facebook page or whatever, if Jesus says to do it, that's what we must do. And that and that's one seed that that is planted. Because see, like that's what a lot of people, like you said, and I, I didn't mean it for that part, like to grow the church. You know, it, but that that's a result, like I said, of evangelism. A lot of times, a, a lot of evangelists they just come, preach the message, and leave. They don't lead them to a church. You get what I'm saying? Right. But right, in, in, right. That, in that point of if the Lord tells you, look, if the Lord tells you to go to Walmart and you don't want to go to Walmart and you go and witness, you know how many people I witness to just in Walmart? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, the job right. that I have, I'm dealing a lot with the public. How many times I got out there, look, two weeks ago, a lady was talking about the fear and everything. I said, look, my trust is in Jesus. Right. So that, that that's a part of it. You know, if one person hears, that's what a lot of people don't understand about evangelism, God might tell you something, you might not get no results, but they might be one person that heard. Right. The Lord right. sent you out there to that's for that one person. Well, I heard the right. story one time. They had a um, they had one uh, evangelist. I mean, he died now. When Billy Graham uh, was a b- little boy, that he got saved, and the preacher on that's the only person that got saved through that preacher's ministry was Billy Graham. But look how much means he raised. You know, he witnessed. You know, so right. like you said, one little seed. You know, can make a difference. Well, look at Brother Swagger. Came from Faraday, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't yep. know who was his pastor. Yeah, but that pastor gave him the opportunity to preach. He went to you know, and he reached millions. Bible. He reached millions mm-hmm. for the gospel of Jesus Christ. So you don't know who you're talking to. You know what I'm saying? The Lord can bring you to that certain woman or man, and you'd be surprised how you, the seed planter, but they can bring in the harvest. Right. 
Yeah. Right. Right. You, let, let me tell y'all what hap- happened today, just a couple hours ago, a few hours ago. I was I was preaching in front of this grocery store, and uh, there was a lady that came out. Mm-hmm. She got in her vehicle, right, and uh, she rolled down her window. She was just listening, mm-hmm. and so I just I just kept preaching, preaching. She took off, and she kind of circled all the you know the whole parking lot. She just kind of <laughs> went around the perimeter of the parking lot, and then she drove, you know, and she drove mm-hmm. past me, and I'm just preaching. And then she and then she left. You know, she 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 got on the street and left. But then she came back again, man. Mm. She came back again and kind of just crept through the parking lot, and she kind of went over and parked again. Wow. And she just parked and listened and listened. And I'm just preaching, preaching, preaching. And then she just kind of kind of kind of went through the park, drove through the parking lot again. I kept thinking, I said, what is this woman doing? And it hit me. The Lord is dealing with that lady. Yep. Mm-hmm. The Lord is dealing with that lady. Now, now it's it's uh uh like that like what you said about that seed planting that seed. I don't know. Over the years, I I know some people have gotten saved. Over the years, I know some people have 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 started going to certain churches. But 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 that's probably for in my ministry. Okay, now if you have a church and, you, and like you got like uh, you brothers are attending uh, a new beginning. When y'all start going out consistently, you're going to see people starting to inquire about your church for one reason or the other. You know, you're going to start seeing people wanting to come and check you out. Some people are going to want you to give them money or, you know, they'll pop in for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. We they'll pop. Yeah, yeah you, you, just have to put, you just have to put one sign out the door and you attract people like crazy. Free food. <laughs> right, right. Free food. Free food or something. Or, they, or they'll come in, well, I need help with this and I need help with bills and I need help with, well, you know, that's really not our job. But people will come to check it out. Right. But 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 you will, some people will stay. Mm. You know, some people, and that's the benefit of having a church in, in one location that, is consistent with evangelism. This is what Paul was telling Timothy, you know, he was telling Timothy over there, do the work of the evangelist, second mm-hmm. Timothy four and five. Right. He was telling him, I know you're not an evangelist. I know you don't have to travel like an evangelist, but the things that an evangelist would do, do them in your area, in your local area. Right. And, that, and that, you that's, see? that's the girl that's to first off get the message out, but also to get people to learn about Jesus when they come in after they accept Jesus Christ because they're like babes that need milk, and they're like, man, what? Where, exactly. where do we go to get the the the, the milk? And that is the mm-hmm. local body. That's where the evangelists and the the church team up to to, to exactly. the, you know evangelists is to win the souls, and when they're 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 one. The past is there to, to train them in the right way of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's right. But, but let, let me say this, this about that. A lot of times we don't know when the soul was one. Right. You're right on <laughs> right. that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it may be one. It may be one, one when they came to check you out. Uh, uh, you know, it may be because the, the, the word of God tells us one plant. Yeah, Another one waters, mm-hmm. and God gets it, gives it, gets the increase, gets the increase. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may be something that they just heard me say, and they heard me maybe recommend new beginnings. Mm-hmm. And the Lord started; they didn't get saved that day while I was talking to them. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But maybe they, maybe they sat and thought about this. The Holy Spirit's dealing with them and talking. And maybe they came in to hear the message. And the message, Brother Brandon's message, or Brother Daniel's message, Brother Gavin's message, somebody's message got to them. Right. The Holy Spirit got to them that way. And they decided to get saved right there. See, I, that is the one thing I, 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 the Lord has dealt with me about. Just don't try to... You can't do everything. You just do what I want you to do. Amen. Because so many people are in that they're in different places. You know, when they when like when you got thousands of people walking by brothers, I don't know, you know, I can't look at these people to to, to determine what I'm gonna say. I can't have a preset message. It's just it's just rapid fire. It's automatic. It's like rapid fire preaching. Because I don't know, I have to just listen to the Holy Spirit and say what he right. said, saying what he wants me to say. But as I go on, I can see faces, I can see eyes, I can see body language, I can see a lot of things, I can feel the Spirit. I'm sensitive to the trying to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. I can feel a shift towards something. I can feel it's like the Holy Spirit is dealing with those people. Most of them will never come to me and say, well, I'm ready to give my life to Jesus right. Christ. We, we've had people on the street do that, but very few in terms of the whole, but... I just don't know. We we don't know when. Uh, 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 it may be in reverse. They may drop in to hear Brother Brandon. And they may be walking out in the parking lot and, and ask Boogie a question. Right. I mean, ask Anthony, Anthony a question. <laughs> hey, I did it a couple of times, you know. Yeah, yeah. For our, for our podcast audience, Brother Anthony's <laughs> nickname to the close people are Boogie, so forgive us. <laughs> Sorry about that, yeah. Oh, Anthony, that's fine. They might, they might see yeah. Brother Anthony and say, well, uh-huh. what did he mean by this? Right. Mm-hmm. What did he mean by that? Well, Brother Anthony might say, well, come on, let's go sit down and have a cup of coffee. Let's, right. let's go get some... You know, sit down and talk about it. And he might, it may be over coffee. It may be over soda. It may be over, uh, uh, you know, sitting down, having him explain further something that Brother Daniel or somebody else said, you see. And that person may give their life to the Lord in the parking lot of of, of Sonic. I don't know, you know. Well, and, and I'm going to add on to what you said. And, you know, I was listening the other day, Brother, uh, Bill Robinson and Jason, and his son, Alan, they do a podcast similar to this. And Phil said that a while back, I was listening to their podcast and Phil said he had a, um, had a lady come up to him. She was pregnant. She said, can you please pray over my son, my, my child that's not born? I'm afraid that they're going to have things go on. And he said, well, look, I'm going to pray over your child. But at the same time, he witnessed to her about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Well, a few years later, Phil was preaching, doing something, and a woman came up to him with a baby in her hands, a few, you know, uh, I think about a year or two old, and she said, do you remember me? And Phil looked at her and said, I don't remember you at all. And mm. she said, well, I'm the one you prayed for. Oh, she goes, my baby came out good. I started going to church. We accepted the Lord. And from that one instant, Phil didn't remember. Like Phil said, he sees, he's probably like you, Brother Ron. He sees thousands upon thousands of people. But, and he said that, he said, you know how many people came up to me and said, I heard you speak and I gave my life to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And he said, I don't remember none of them. Wow. So, and that, that's, wow. that's, you know, and that, that just adds on to what we said earlier. One waters, mm-hmm. the other souls, God brings the increase. You know, I heard a preacher exactly. say this one time. He said, you're the Bible that most people are going to read. You know, some people, mm. before they, some will just pick up a Bible out of curiosity and read or a Christian book or 
a Christian music. Some will, but I noticed like when I was in landscaping, I noticed that I didn't say a word to these people. I just lived it. I mean, if God, I was waiting for God to open doors, if God was opening doors, I was ready. Like the Bible said, be in the season and out of season. Be ready to give a man an answer. So I right. was ready. And I knew a, fun, a bunch of guys came up to me and like, man, dude, you weird. What's wrong with you? You don't like, you know, I don't curse or I don't, you know, do none of that stuff. And I hate right. that open the door right there. And that, that you'd be shocked if you live the Bible, this acting different then with the world's acting, you will get their attention. Right. So you'd be surprised how being evangelist can be that easy sometimes. It, it's, uh, that's, that, that's what the Bible would say, call our reasonable service. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's our reasonable service, to be a living sacrifice. That's what you were doing. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, uh, that's something that's, that's, that's basically... You know, you, 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 your reasonable service is, is to be that living sacrifice so that you, so, uh, so that the Holy Spirit might use you to draw others to Christ. Amen. What, the one thing we don't want to do is, is confuse, uh, how should I put this? We don't want to confuse our, some people believe that that's the extent mm-hmm. of their evangelistic efforts. Let me, let me, uh, let me kind of explain what I'm talking about. A lot of people will use that. Well, I just, I, uh, I, I, I just witnessed to people by how I behave. Well, mm-hmm. that is a witness. That is a witness. I had a supervisor just tell, he, you know, you know, we were in a, we were in a meeting and, uh, he was just talking about safety and different things. Wow. And he just brought me up. He just brought me up out of nowhere. <laughs> Said this man, this man does such and such and such and such. And I'm thinking, huh? <laughs> 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 I didn't think he was watching. I didn't think anybody was paying attention, but right. the Lord, the Lord had, the Lord had trained me to know, do this, do that, do this, do mm-hmm. that, and do it this mm-hmm. way. They caught his attention, right? Mm-hmm. But that same man, you know, it always goes. It always will go back to a verbal communication, right? About the gospel of Jesus Christ, it must be verbalized. So, brother, it must Ryan, be at some point. Go ahead, brother Ryan. I got a question to ask you because, like I said, one of our topic is for evangelistic in a pandemic. You know, we could. Uh, here in Louisiana, we can stand six feet away from each other. That's what they say. Right. So the best way you think for in this pandemic and in this coronavirus to evangelize, you know, you, you're on the street corner, but average Amer- Americans like myself and my brother, mm-hmm. the best way to witness through this is to tell a testimony in person while we have the chance to talk to them. Because like you said, we might be in our houses all next week and we can't get out at all. That's right. So That's right. Go ahead, my brother. No, I was just saying that's right. That's right. You know, we, uh, you know, we, in terms of us right now, it's just terms of every day, and really, we're all in the same boat. Right. I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same boat with anybody else. No, nobody knows that I'm a preacher. You know, really, <laughs> if you listening to me, if you listen to me, you'll figure it out. But if you just saw me standing out there or if you drove past, you won't know that I'm an, I'm a preacher, I'm an evangelist or anything like that. But so, but right now they don't want us out there, you know, uh, uh, just out there. And so I'm in the, in, in terms of the Texas side, I'm in the same boat as everybody else. So you're right. What we have to do is be, be careful as to how we, you know, conduct ourselves. We want to 
we want to be uh, 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 in compliance in terms of health and safety. But you know, like, like uh, you said earlier, Isaac, calling people, uh, uh, you know, calling and checking on people, uh, the internet, Facebook, you know, YouTube. You have all of these different things that you can you can do. You see, and uh, it's, it's a little different now, nowadays, but, but but as long as they would give me some liberty mm-hmm. to to show up in person to speak to somebody, I mean, that's, that's what we, that's what we see biblically. Right. And that's what we want to, we want to rely, that's what we, we want to do it the way the disciples did it, the way, you know, uh, the way the disciples did it, the apostles did it. We want to do it that way. We don't want to rely on technology. That's right. That's that's a mistake. That is that is because it makes us one thing about technology, and they, I'm ta- I'm talking about all the way back when the typewriter was invented. <laughs> they 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 warned us. They warned people this will make you lazy. Right. Right. This will this will change. This will change you. Uh, uh, technology. There were whole groups of people. I'm about to pull that up again. There were whole groups of people that. They were totally against any technology, right? Because they they felt it made them weaker, right? And, well, and to and, a degree, to a degree, they were right. And brother Brandon told us that a while back because something's going to work for the church, and we were we were talking, and he said that you know we have to remind people this podcast, the live stream for church, uh, everything that you have to come to the body, you have to come to the church. And be part of a local assembly because that's where you get your fellowship at. And that's sad when you say a lot of Christians do that today. I'm just going to stay and watch the church on the live stream. I'm going to watch mm-hmm. it on the TV. You know, I'm, you know, they're going to tell me everything I need to believe. And that's the danger with technology is like you said, we get lazy. We just want to stay home and watch it on the Facebook. And like right now we have no choice really. Right. right. Except, you know, like, like I said, there's, a lot of churches are going to this drive-through, um, drive-through, drive-in church services for the time being, so we can come together. But when people start saying, "No, I'm just going to stay and watch the live stream," that's when it gets dangerous. Right. Exactly. See, there've been, there been people that have been warning us of that. You know, with the whole media church thing, right? Right. We've heard and heard that people warn us about. Look, don't rely on that. Don't rely on media church. You want to go and get to know these people. You want to go and get mm-hmm. to know your brothers and sisters. You want to, right. because that iron sharpens iron, right. but you got to put iron, but you got to put that file in close, in close proximity. It's got to lay on that, on that steel. Right, sir. It's got, they got to touch each other. Amen. <laughs> hey, look, look at the point. What, what's going to happen if one day in America, well, y'all can't preach no more the gospel. Y'all can't do it on Facebook. Y'all can't do it on YouTube. Y'all can't do it on television. Y'all can't do it on no social media or anything. What are we going to do then? Right. The only way right. to evangelize is to do what you're doing. My brother, go out on the streets and say, look, Jesus saves Jesus right. delivers anything that you have. Jesus can take care of. Amen. So brother, Glory to God. well, brother, uh, Ryan, we're, uh, we're, close to ending our time right now. We want to thank you for coming on to our podcast before, mm-hmm. before we go, please go ahead and just tell, tell the audience about your ministry and, uh, how they can contact you on Facebook. If they have any questions or if you have a ministry, Facebook page. 
Oh, praise the Lord, brothers. Uh, I want to thank you all once again for the opportunity. I've had a wonderful time talking to you all, listening to you all. Uh, I love you guys down there. I think y'all know that. Amen. Oh, we, well, we do. We love y'all too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the name of the name of our ministry is Christ Evangelistic Outreach, and we've been doing this uh, uh, for about ele- almost eleven years. Where we where we uh, we go to public events, whether it be football games, festivals, fairs, parades, uh, uh, any place where people gather, or having a large event, or places such as. Uh, casinos and and any large gatherings outside like that. We go out and we preach the gospel. We do open air preaching. We also give out gospel tracts. Mm. We try to keep gospel tracts and other uh, materials, uh, uh, Bibles to give out to people. But it's it's one on one for the most part. But it's it's engaging the is engaging the the the, the population and, and just preaching the gospel and. Uh, and loving people by preaching the gospel. There's a way to preach the gospel in love to where people know, even though, mm-hmm. even though they may hate Jesus, That's they right. might hate the Lord, but they, but they will receive it. And, and, and let me just take, give you a quick story. The last time we did Festival International, there was this homosexual activist that was there. Wow. And he, he, he watched me. He watched me for about an hour. And finally he came up to me and said, man, he said, I've watched you. He says, I'm 180 degrees away from you. He says, but you, you sound like my grandmother. (laughs) He says, you preach. He says, you stood here with your signs and and, and your pamphlets. And he says, you preach to people. You talk to people as they came by, you engaged them. You didn't call them names. That was the greatest, one of the greatest compliments I've ever received. Mm -hmm. And now, now, now he didn't want to receive it at the time, but I know I'm praying for him because he, he he's a, he's a homosexual activist in, in, in South Louisiana. And wow. so there's a way to do this, but it must be through Jesus Christ and him crucified. Well, uh, this is how, this well, is how we've been in, this is how we've been empowered to do this for over 11 years. And you can't find me Ryan Keel, K E E L Ryan Keel K E E L or Nicole N I C H O L E Keel uh, on Facebook. You find us on Facebook. I have a little bit on YouTube, not as much, but uh, uh, we do have a, a channel. Uh, we do have a ministry page on Facebook, Christ Evangelistic Outreach, and you can always message me and uh, get in touch with me, with me that way. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Well. Anthony, another week has gone by. And look, I was thinking about something earlier. Um, we're about to go into the fourth month doing this. Wow, that's amazing. Four, we're about to be, we started on January 7th of mm-hmm. 2020. Wow, that's amazing. And we and look, Brother Dane told us there's a lot of things going to happen in 2020. Oh, yes. It has. <laughs> it does. So, Brother wow. King, we thank you again for oh, yes. coming on our podcast tonight. Um, maybe next time it'll be in person. That'd Maybe. be nice. <laughs> if you have it around, Praise just give me a holler. We will see what we can set up. You know, I, I'm gonna try to find an excuse to come down there <laughs> right, right around when Festival International is supposed to be. I miss my that's my South Louisiana trip now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey. If you come, we yeah. might we might have a little bit of crawfish for you. I don't know if y'all eat oh. them mud bugs up in Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> some people, 
Some some of them do. Uh, I hadn't quite got. Y'all got a lot of other things to eat down there too now. Oh yeah. Oh, well, you see, see, look, somebody told us this a while back. Now we we we're not Catholic. Um, we don't follow the festivals or anything. But uh, I had a Catholic come up to me one time, and he said, Isaac, you know, we're supposed to be suffering at this time. He said, everywhere in the country. Everybody serving because they all got to eat is seafood. He said, not us. We mastered how to cook that sucker. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, but we have a That's lot of right. goodies down here. We, <laughs> Louisiana got a lot of things, but there's one thing we're on the top of. It is food. food. <laughs> not a lot of skinny and, people and, around here. <laughs> and let me tell y'all this. Let me tell y'all this. Now, we got good food in, in Texas County because we have a mix, right? Uh-huh. But but South Louisiana, this is the secret. I've been telling people this, and people don't believe me. I know they don't. But South Louisiana has the best Mexican food. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, wow. Yes, better than Austin, Dallas, uh, Houston, anywhere I've ever been. Oh. Y'all down south, down South Louisiana, have y'all have the best Mexican restaurants, brother? Oh wow! Wow. Well, Spanish and Mexicans—they got a lot of spice, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody, we wanna... just... oh, go ahead, my brother. Yeah, y'all just do it better. Y'all just do it better than anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We 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 technician. No, no. Uh, hold on, brother. Kill. Gotta say something. You know why we have some good Mexican food over here? Why is that? Yeah, y'all got we got a lot of our authenticity. You know, we got all that good stuff. But we got twenty sasseries down here. Thank God. The Spanish people learn, huh, man? We gotta, you know, <laughs> we gotta get on board with some, this. We thing. got some spice, <laughs> but man, we can get Tony's. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God yeah, for Tony's. <laughs> yeah, Tony sasseries. I remember when they start, we, we start getting that seasoning up here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, call, hey, man, they mail it, hey, we'll go order it. Yeah. <laughs> well, everybody. It changed things up here. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, we want to thank y'all for joining us again tonight. Brother Kill, uh, thank you again for coming on. Anthony, I'll see you. Well, I'll see you before. We're yeah, you always see me. I'm always seeing you. <laughs> we need, we're gonna, but... next, um, next week, we're going to be back here, and we're going to be sharing the word until the government tells us no. Yeah. All right, we've got to stay in our house. This podcast is still going to be gone. Uh, thank God for modern technology. We can do phone calls and everything of that nature now, so... We'll figure out a way to get the message out to you guys. Thank you again. Go like us on Facebook, brother. Just searching and also go subscribe to us on the platform that you're listening to on this podcast. Thank y'all and God bless.